Hi, this is Ryan Brewer, producer and editor of Board Shenanigans. The one and only Ryan Brewer. Me. Hello. All other Ryan Brewers you hear on this podcast are liars and are fake. Also, any Jackson Fredericks you hear on this podcast, they are also liars and fakes. Because you should never trust a man with two last names and no first name. Anywho, time being what it is, well, um, in actuality, time not being what it should be, you are getting this episode that I am not the editor or producer on. Um, it is entirely done by Cody and his band of merry men, perhaps, or his slightly dis- disgruntled men, or the ant colony behind his house, building small little pieces of furniture which he sells off at exorbitant prices to fund somebody else to do it for him. And I thought I should inform you of that. And you'll hear from the Ant Master himself here in a minute, probably describing this stuff. But take it from me, Ryan Brewer. This Ryan Brewer. The only Ryan Brewer you shall ever need to know. I'm sure this will be just as good of an episode as if you were hearing me in it. Which, I guess you are hearing me in it. Or, or are you hearing me in it? What if this is the other Ryan Brewer that I told you that doesn't exist? How would you know the difference? Better yet, would you care to know the difference? Better yet... Why am I still talking? Or am I? Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Board Shenanigans. That's right. This is this is one where we dust off an old old content episode and bring it to you for your enjoyment. So what you're about to listen to is a long lost forgotten episode of the To Go series featuring Brent and myself as we conduct it on location for your listening pleasure. That's right. It's t- it takes place in a hotel lobby in Abilene, Texas. The audio is probably a little rough, so this is going to be the first of board shenanigans on location, live live nudes to go, and you can count on that. Also, since we're handling business up front this episode, remember that this is brought to you by LegalZoom.com, Stamps.com, DollarShaveClub.com, and Carbonite.com. Remember that. Remember them, and remember us for all of your on-demand audio experience. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Hey, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Board Shenanigans to Go. That's right, your favorite podcast for a lifestyle on the move, and we are definitely on the move for this episode, so we're going to ask you to excuse the sound quality if it's a little iffy here and there. This is Board Shenanigans live and in person from the the Abilene Hotel Lobby. That's right, we hit all the hard-hitting places just for our illustrious listening audience. And once again, I am joined by the often-loved and often... Always ridiculed. And often ridiculed, Brent. So tell everybody hi, Brent. Hello, everybody. And so, I know what you're sitting there thinking. You're like, what brought you two together? Why Abilene? Why a hotel room? And why do I hear that horror, horror, horror noise in the background? Like we said, in the lobby, God knows what's going to happen. There may be all kinds of surprises. We're going to do our best for you. And this is a personal challenge for Cody because he has to sit here and say as few swear words as possible because you know how we get on the show. Also, just uh, to bring this up, this will be a live to go nudes just because, well, we're using one mic, we're together, uh, so whatever happens, sorry. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, whenever you whenever you need to get naked in a hurry, we'll shove it into a brown bag for you on this particular episode. Extra extra <laughs> grease rings included. Um. So, 
This particular excursion was the uh, mastermind of uh, our wives, pretty much. So we could. This was the halfway point between Amarillo and Austin, pretty much. Um, so this was the this was the halfway point, so we could both have a little micro vacation, get to enjoy one another's company, partake in various shenanigans. We're call we're calling it birthday party thing, Valentine's Day birth party for uh, everybody. So uh, that was that was what brought us all together, and of course we came to make a show for you. That was the highlight of this trip. So. Uh, in fact, we left our wives up in the hotel room just so we could do this particular recording because, well, um, we we don't care for them to be on it. Actually, that is not true, as they're listening, but they were invited, but they were pretty worn out from the day because we've had a rather long day, both of us, as we got here and travel, and, you know, first world problems that you people don't care about. Well, it, it sounded cool. <laughs> uh, so... Like we said, this was our little micro-vacation, so we get pretty much, we'll get here about 11 today. Uh, about 10.30 is about when we pulled into town. I know y'all called us about 10.25. So we, we got here, uh, one of the first things that we did right as we got here, uh, we, we made our way over to the Abilene Zoo, which uh, is a very nice zoo if you haven't been. It's got a lot of really good exhibits. It's got giraffes. Uh, it's got rhinos. I haven't seen a rhino in my entire life. Really? Uh, I've never seen a rhino. Huh. Well, uh, other than that, it also has a, It has an alligator who apparently decided that it was too cold for it. Uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of animals that were on vacation because there was, oh, I'd say, I think we counted about a dozen just exhibits that said, uh, you know, a friendly little sign that the alligator apparently went out of his way to write. It was like, I'm on vacation right now, but if you come back and visit me later, um, you, can enjoy, you can enjoy my company. You know, so there was a few, there was a few where people were, uh, there were people, yes, people, animals. You know, they're the same because we love them all at Port Shenanigans. <laughs> but uh, there was a few where they weren't, they weren't there. But uh, we, we also happened to learn today, I, I don't know if any of you have ever heard this, but apparently bears like hammocks. And especially hammocks that are extremely high in the air because this uh, this hammock must have been, I don't know, 20 feet in the air. Uh, all we could really think of was, I, I guess, that those were circus bears. Um, but Brandy was swearing up and down it was a hammock for about 10 seconds. Yeah, we thought that we actually witnessed the, uh, we were hoping to witness, in fact, the first ever uh, wild bear tightrope act, but apparently it was just a shade throw. Her hypothesis was much more interesting than the truth, but, and heck, it might be a hammock and we just missed the show. We may have went past curtain. Um, <laughs> uh, Madison also got to see a giraffe's tongue, which apparently, um, according to her, is what? You? Yeah, she thought it was gross, and it was a lot longer than she thought it would be, which I never really thought about it, but for an animal with, like, a 20-foot neck, I mean, I guess I'd probably have a long tongue. I mean, any animal with that that is that large, if it had a tongue, say, brewer size, there's no way it would live. What, what the humble listening audience may not be aware of is, uh, 
the Reverend Brewer has the shortest tongue in the history of all humanity. That's right. It's been documented. We've sent the statistics to Guinness. He can't stick his tongue out of his mouth. We don't know why. We assume it's a birth defect. Perhaps it's a it's a mark of some type of uncleanliness from an ancient, ancient cult. We don't know. But the fact remains, his tongue does not leave his lips. So, ladies, if you like a lot of tongue in your makeout, he may not be the fellow for you. But also, um... Or men, if you like a lot of tongue in your make working out making out and working out of your tongue he may not be the man for you <laughs> um but but one thing that you can do uh any time that he is around you just uh take him to an ice cream parlor and have fun <laughs> because well that that's all you need to know just go have fun <laughs> oh. one other fun thing that i learned on this uh trip though to the zoo is I did not know that Cody had a crazy obsession with flamingos. It's not an obsession. I just think they're really cool birds. I don't know. You know how it is sometimes you, like, find that thing that for some reason it just... I don't know. Birds, pink birds that stand on one leg speak to the poetry of my soul or something. I don't know. I enjoy them. I've had pink flamingos in gardens for my most of my existence. We've got pink flamingo... Christmas lights hanging in our house that get turned on occasionally for ambiance. I, I enjoy the <laughs> I enjoy the flamingos. And this comes from a man who has made fun of my gnomes on multiple occasions. I I have not made fun of the gnomes. I have just advocated their use in common measurements. It's 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 the gnome conversion system, and I think that we should all advocate it. In <laughs> in fact, I I'm just going out now. I'm thinking that this is the greatest podcast episode we've ever released, so 10,000 gnomes up. Oh, only 10,000? Well, I mean, if you get more than that in a room, then we all know what happens, you know, that turns it... Oh, yeah, that fiasco again. Uh, that's that's not good. Uh, we, we shouldn't speak of that fiasco, though, because the last time, well, you, you remember. Which, I must uh, digress momentarily for, for all of you to uh, realize it is, often, it is actually kind of weird recording an episode... That's not remote for Cody, because all I've ever done is remote episodes. I've never done one, actually, with the person directly. It's kind of different. It's, it's Skype's not going to crash on me. I almost feel like shutting my computer off in the middle of it, just so I feel at home. <laughs> well, hopefully you won't have many computer issues in the future. Oh, yes, and that is another thing that all of all of the members of Podcastia and Podcastlandia, in fact, the entire board, board room and rogues gallery need to, you know, raise a banner up high to Brent because he has generously, don't actually, he's generously scavenged and donated pieces from a gaming computer to Cody, so he actually has a halfway decent computer to run things on and to edit things on, so... Things should come out a little bit quicker. Things should actually not move so slow. And I can actually be more productive for you. So, everybody, take a moment and raise up your glasses, raise up your wieners, whatever you're raising. Raise them up to Brent. Do it. Do it now. Yes, do it. Don't. No. Matt. Matt, we told you to do it. Don't. Don't. Don't you raise that finger. We. Hey, put down that Pokemon card. Come on. What the hell? (laughs) Jarrett, hold up your guitar, and we want we want a uh, solo that demonstrates that type of ability. We we want you to to strum on the celestial strings for my greatness. Ernie, stick your nose up high to the sky. We, we want we want we want that kind of honor. 
uh, we, we expect a package in that mailbox for it. <laughs> uh, let's see, Justin, raise your glass if it's not empty already. Get yourself a swig. Uh, let's see, I guess Jojo, John, uh, Kevin, everybody else out there, the ones we forgot, our wives who are asleep right now, all of them. Yes, Brandy, thank your husband, even though you were directly involved with it. I, I'm advocating that. So, anyway, that's that's my that's my little bit of soup eating for this particular episode. I would proceed to eat soup very loudly, but at this particular moment, there is an elderly woman and about eight kids that probably don't want to hear those such noises. Again, censoring ourselves. Or maybe ourselves. they do. Again, censoring <laughs> ourselves, because this is literally a live episode. Okay, well, um, one of the other things that we were doing down here, uh, as he had mentioned earlier, this was kind of a birthday-type uh, bash for him, because uh, if you don't know, I believe it, what, March 7th? 6th. 6th. Oh, well, I, I'm getting closer every yeah, year. Yeah, you actually because um, it was like 26th last year. No, no, last year it was the 15th. Oh, it was a 2060 year prior. I know yeah, you were like you're really prior. mad because there was a sixth in it, and you were mad. You're like, no, that's not what it is, and you like got like were fighting with me about it. And like, I know what day I was born. <laughs> well, I'm I'm getting slowly but surely better at figuring out which day he was really born. But in this case, uh, his birthday is March 6th. That's major major reason why we actually came down here for this particular uh, trip. Um, while we were down here, though, me and Brandy decided that we were going to continue in tradition and make a giant, um, cult, well, what, what would you say, a uh, another evil cake of doom? Yeah, the catacly cataclysmic collage cakes, I think, may be what they're, they may start becoming collectively known as. They may be their official terminology, so I was, surpri I was surprised with the opportunity to make a cake. Uh, mind you, we're in a hotel room that has no stove, no oven, so we had to take the exact same uh, style that we had used last time for Cody's groom's cake uh, to make this particular um, catastrophe. Catastrophe. That works. There we go. Catastrophe. That works. But uh, what what we came up with is uh, quite possibly the. Uh, this one's going to be subtitled The Colossal Cake of Diabetes. Uh, All insulin shots are required. It, yeah, it, if you're diabetic, um, you, you might as well just call the hospital and get get ready to go because there, there's no stopping you on this one. It was, uh, it was, I was pretty amazed at the way we constructed it, which is actually just testament to how good we're getting at these cakes because I think we had the thing made an hour. It had a butthole. I don't know how we managed it, but it had a butthole. Pictures are forthcoming. Be, be prepared to enjoy them. But one one of the other things that we actually decided to do in this particular in this particular instance was make Cody wear a nice little princess sash, which you probably have seen posted on uh, his wife's Facebook page at this particular moment. But we will be posting more on the actual website when it act when it comes time. Poor shenanigans, news from the past in the future. Twice. Twice. <laughs> uh, what what was that old thing that Brian used to talk about? Uh, have Through you ever the glass no? Have you ever eaten a uh, twice baked potato or something? like like well, Brian? Fine. 
Ryan, fi- figure it out and tell us what the heck that was. I can't remember it. Yeah, leave it in a hate mail, hate mail comment because for all of you out there that have been slacking on the hate mail comments, we're gonna we're gonna need you to pick up the pace. I mean, frankly, all we're getting is the same ones from a Westboro Baptist Church, and we're we're gonna need something a little better than that. So uh, y'all are gonna need to step up your game. Yeah, everybody knows that the Westboro Baptist Church. The only reason that they hate anybody is because well, they suck at life themselves. <laughs> uh, but. Anyway, so uh, they decided that this this particular birthday of mine was going to be princess themed, so we all got tiaras, and I had a lovely sash, which we got to we we uh, also out of order the hotel, which those pictures are going to be up probably very soon. Um, actually, by this point, they should be up. If not, well, they'll That's be up eventually. <laughs> well, also, uh, the only person in our group that didn't have a princess tiara, uh, mind you, it's. Cody, Madison, me, and Brandy, uh, and Nathaniel. Uh, he's the only one that wasn't allowed to have a princess crown because, well, it, you can't put a princess crown on a knight. But um, boom, ching. We would have given him a a, laser, a a lightsaber so he could have been a Jedi knight. Oh man, I was so cl- like I was so hoping that he was going to be born on May fourth. That would have been awesome. Uh, I've I've I think for about a week and a half, I was so hoping for it because how cool would it be? His name was going to be Nathaniel regardless. It was Nathaniel. It was going to be Knight as his nickname. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Well, on about May 2nd, I'm like, Brandy, try to have him on May 4th because that would be so awesome. Uh, He could go around all the time just, may the 4th be with you and with you. And may the fourth be with you. And we would get to call him our little Jedi Knight. And even the sixth, because uh, Revenge of the Sixth. Yeah, either either one. Either one of those would have been perfect. But alas, he decided to come out on on the 13th of May, which is my birthday too. So don't forget me, guys. Give me presents or or something. Please. If you would like to send your birthday wishes to Brent, please send them to Brent Care of Board Shenanigans at gmail.com. Um, you you can also just leave hate mail, because I'm, yeah. Pretty hateable, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty hateable, I, I think. I, I don't know, what what do y'all think? Yeah. Leave it in the hate mail. Tell me how much you hate me. Um, but it was it was pretty fun, it was pretty awesome. Insulin-inducing cake, and we, uh, yes, insolence and insulin. <laughs> needed to be taken. Those things, you know those words that sound the same that you mix together from time to time, that. Speaking of uh, sweets and uh, uh, hate, uh, t- tell them about the person over at, uh, at, at Coldstone. Okay, so, there, we got a, uh, which from Madison's grandparents, they gave us a Coldstone Creamery gift card, which was really cool, but there's not one anywhere at all close to where we where we're at. And uh, so, like, we're like, man, where is a close one at all? Because we don't know what the hell to do with it. We don't know if we're gonna sell it or whatever. And uh, so we wound up, we wound up like, well, okay, there's one in Abilene. All right, we're gonna make a point. We're gonna make that part of the pilgrimage. So we go and we go get our get our cold stone on, and there was like a long ass line going out the door, like huge line, like huge friggin' guys. That, but, and um, the, what's sad about it is. 
Apparently, the group behind us had no sense of personal space. We've all been there, where you're standing there, you're just like minding your own business, trying to get your ice cream, trying to get your coffee in the morning, and the person behind you, like your little three-foot bubble, means absolutely nothing to them. They won't even give you, like, the standard three-inch bubble that they, you know, everyone gives each other in Japan. Everybody's all rubbing on you, and this... This woman just is like all up in his face and talking to talking to Brandy about their kid and all these them. two last ones. Now we're good. Uh, but uh, sitting there talking about their kids and doing doing all that doing all that and just like way up in their space. But the, the thing that the thing that really really caused a lot of uh, the thing that really caused a lot of like a lot of annoyance to me is because I was in the back of the line because I was one of the little cards. I was the one that was like, hey. And the freaking, like, ladies, like, crawling up my back, basically. It's like, come on, woman. I don't need it. Get up off, off my whatnots. But, uh, anywho. So we go through. We sit. We're sitting there eating our ice cream, having a good time, enjoying each other's company and whatnot. And we wind up, like, you know, there's like $3 left on the Cold Stone card. Well, I don't need it. I don't need it for anything. And so, like, we're sitting there, and basically what I was planning on doing was whenever we left, I was just going to... I was just going to, like, hand it to somebody in line and be like, hey, there was, like, $3 left on this. I don't need it. You can go for it. Just, you know, whatever. But by the time we got up and left, there wasn't anybody there. So, uh, Brent, what'd you write on it? Um, I wrote, there's $3.04 left on this card. Enjoy. And then I drew a smiley face. I turned the card sideways, drew a smiley face, put uh, a little arrow pointing down, and put very nice and went and proceeded to put it in the men's restroom um, on top of the urinal. <laughs> what happened, though, was he went and he went to open the door, and was it locked or was it not? It was locked. It, it's like it, it was a one-holer. It was a one holer. Right. So it, it was locked, and, well, I, I grabbed it the first time. I was like, oh, maybe I just didn't pull it far enough. Grabbed it the second time, tried to pull it open. I realized, okay, it's locked. So I walked away, and about maybe ten seconds, if that, later, uh, a, a really big guy walks out, um, all huffing and puffing. Ready to blow down someone's house, in fact. Yeah, um, my house, preferably, I'm sure. He, well, apparent. I went into the bathroom and set down the the card, but while I was gone, um, Cody, go ahead. Oh, he, like, comes out, and he's like, he's like, God damn it. And he's all, like, fucking all pissy, like, you know, and I, I mean, I guess door, door rattlings during his urination, like, impedes his progress? I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but with how quickly he came out after that, you would think that he would have already finished and was just standing there washing his hands and all of a sudden he hears a rattle, and he's like, ah, my hands aren't thoroughly cleaned. It, it may have been. He was uh, shaking it, and yeah, we all know more than two shakes is playing with yourself, so he may have been in the middle of shake six to seven. And then Yeah, you... Ryan. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anywho, so he comes out all, like, huffing and puffing, and this was a huge friggin' guy. I mean, huge, like, cereal crusher-type guy. He comes out, and he's got, like, I mean, ridiculous and his belly flaps hanging out of the front of his shirt and he just really has the air of I'm a douchebag about it. Like he looks like if he was um, going to be a killer he would go after the guy with the uh, the head bandage first. 
you know, these two guys are walking through the alley and they're all fucked up, you know, toora loora toora. And that, that's what he would do. Because he's freaking smart. Because the guy with the bandages on his ass, he, where's he going? Nowhere. Where are you going? Fucking nowhere. <laughs> and that was Cody's one fuck for this episode. We hope you enjoyed that particular piece of dialogue brought to you by Troy, Troy Duffy's Boondock Saints. Anyway, um, so, he, like, comes out, he's all pissy, and, like, he just, I was, Madison was, like, really, like, what a douchebag, you know, because he's all, like, smoking around his kids and blowing smoke in their face, just being a general you know, cunt rag, and, uh, he's just really unpleasant, he just has a really unpleasant nature about him and whatnot, and he's, you know, one of those, you're just reading body language and whatnot, and, like, <laughs> we leave or whatever, and, you know, because they shoot off to the hotel, just right down the road. And, like, I get in the car and I just start laughing because I get this image of this guy in my head of him, like, throwing the door wide open and, like, jumping out and being, like, and just, like, roaring with his, like, fat face shaking all over the place (laughs) and just, like, like, fee-fi-fo-fum, who knocks on the door before I was done? I mean, just this really, like, gargantuan man having a hissy fit, because that's had to have been what he was doing in his mind. It was just really funny to me, and my wife's making fun of me, because I'm, like, they're laughing my ass off on the way over to the hotel, but, man, it was funny. So, uh... Random random guy that was a douchebag in the Cold Stone Creamery, if you'd like to send us some hate mail or your impression of your opinion of the moment, please let us know. Uh, and uh, it, if you do somehow hear this, um, all of that was it was care of Cody Jeans, uh, not me. I, I did not do anything. Just pulled on the door. You you look like you're you look like you're probably gonna come find my house and stalk me and try to kill me you know don't do that it's all Cody. Uh, another thing that happened this uh, particular go around that was pretty interesting, which was kind of accidental, was so as you heard on the last episode I recorded, but probably not the last episode you'll hear. Which you know, stay tuned, stay tuned for enjoying that time time flux capacitor necessary 88 mile per hour bit of information but anyway as pre- stated in another podcast pre- recorded previously i have an iphone now which i'm struggling with because it's pretty sad that i'm having such a hard time with i know i know brent has gotten a lot of laughs out of my struggles just in the few hours we've got to spend together today but uh i i keep wanting to just bust out and uh in seven drunken nights and I don't know what night this would be, probably Saturday or so, but uh, Cody with a smart-ass phone I, I've i never saw before. Yeah, this is definitely the hardest. I, like, it's it's a new thing for me. But, like, Madison has one, too, and so she used to have an Android phone, so this is her first iPhone. And Brent is, like, I think without his knowledge of having to do so, has basically run an iPhone tutorial for us all weekend long, which... <laughs> It's kind of funny, because he's like, oh, see, all you want to do is you want to take it, you know, like, you want it to look like the old one, because you know, you've, well, you've had every iPhone, like, you've had, that's all you've had. Right? I've had the iPhone 3G, the 4, the 4S, and the 5, Brandy currently has the 5S, um, I, it, it's more just, I've gone through since iPhone operating system 3, and it, it really is just, it's so simple. The only thing that I recommend doing pretty much on every single iOS is uh, jailbreaking it because it's 
makes it makes life so much easier. Um, and a lot of people would say, well, why don't you just get an Android phone? It's already open sourced. You don't need to do anything. Well, because uh, Android sucks. Yeah, like, what, uh, what is your, like, why do you like it better? I'm, I'm just generally curious because I know you know this more than I do. Okay, my, my biggest thing is on the iPhone, it's only made by Apple. Apple makes it, Apple licenses it, Apple puts it on their phones, and that's it. There is no other iPhone operating system on anything else. Okay, so everything's going to be in the same. If I pick up Cody's iPhone, I know where everything's going to be. If I pick up Madison's iPhone, everything's going to be the same. If I pick up Brandy's iPhone, everything's going to be the same. If I pick up whoever's listening here's iPhone, I can tell you everything is going to be the same. Delete your history guy driving in your car before he picks up your iPhone. Yeah, I'll find some really fun stuff on it. But anyway, I can I can find stuff on every iOS or on on the iOS every single time, no big deal. But then you start getting into Android. So, uh, say Android uh, on Samsung, they'll have the menu will be in one place and it'll be under settings. Well, on another phone, it'll be under menu. Uh, on another phone, it'll be under uh, s- some other stupid word. But then you also have, uh, whenever you're going through the application, some you scroll up and you will start see all the applications. Some you have to scroll sideways, and some will have seven pages. Some will have four pages. Some will, like, it, it is so customizable, which I do agree is awesome, but it should be allowed to be customized by you, the end user, not by every Tom, Dick, and Harry with every company ever. I mean, Samsung has a different uh, Android operating system than the uh, HTC. HTC has a different one than Nokia. Like, all of them are so different, it, it's really ridiculous. It's like if you were going to go buy a Corvette. And one Corvette was made by Ford, one was made by Chevy, one was made by Toyota, one was made by... Like, everybody would have their own ability to change that the it however they want. And at some point, you you need to keep it all the same and let the, other, let the end user change it instead of just doing it yourself. I mean, I would love a, a Corvette made with uh, with a special four-cylinder engine that makes it even uh, better fuel mileage-wise, but uh, I, I should be able to make that decision, not Toyota. Uh, something like that. I gotcha. I just didn't know, because I know you've, you've definitely delved into the uh, smartphone world much, much preview to me. Well, I've only ever had iPhones... And sure, people are going to say, well, if you've only ever had iPhones, uh, why why are you talking crap on Android? Well, quite simply, I've touched Android phones. I've gone through so many different ones, like looking into them. And it's just, it's so different every time you do it. it no two Android phones are the same and... While I, like I said, I love the idea of open source allow allow you to do whatever you want, and I bet Android in its purest form is an amazing software. But Samsung, AT and T, even the companies that uh, are carriers, so AT and T, Sprint, T Mobile, they screw up the system. 
it, it's pretty ridiculous. So that, that's been Brent's uh, cell phone corner. Uh, if you have any other technical questions, uh, please direct please direct them to uh, <laughs> someone else. I, I don't <laughs> like talking about them. I just was genuinely curious because I knew you you would know. Uh, oh, so another really really cool thing that happened uh, this particular go around was uh, this was Brent's son's first experience in a pool, and it was also his first zoo, his first uh, trip, uh, first hotel room. Well, it, not his first trip. He's been on many trips now that I think about it. First overnight trip. First first Cold Stone. First, uh... First douchebag in a Cold Stone. Yeah. Um, first time to ever see a flamingo. But then again, it was my first time, too, so that's kind of kind of odd. You ever seen a flamingo before? Only in people's front yards. And whenever they got hit, because uh, the person didn't know how to park their, their beat-up Chevy... I mean, trailer parks can only have so many flamingos before it becomes an issue. Yes, and... uh, Only you can prevent flamingo overcrowding. Go to your local trailer park with a shotgun. It'll be okay. That's right. At uh, Port Shenanigans, we would like to uh, take a moment to notify everyone of the problem of penguin overcrowding, or uh, flamingo overcrowding. Hold on. Speaking of bird overcrowding, holy crap. We walked outside of this hotel to Target, which is a, less than a block away. And in that block, what would you say? Probably 2,000 birds? Like I mean, The birds bl- blotted out the sun. Like, I, I wish I was kidding. I wish I would have thought to get a picture, but there were birds flying on top of birds, and they were trying to land on each other because there was no room for them to land. It was like... If you've seen Hitchcock's The Birds, like, it seriously had that ominous, like, feeling of, like, well, if they come for us, we're screwed. If you saw Resident Evil, um, multiply that times about three, and that's how many birds there were. I did not realize that that many gackles and whatnot could exist in the same area. It was uh, pretty astounding. It was a crap load of birds. Surprisingly enough, though, not one was on target. They were everywhere else. They were on the hotel, they were on the signs, they were at IHOP. Not a single one of them was at Target, though. So, of any, since we know that uh, Board Shenanigans, and especially the To-Go series, is huge in the ornithological community, if you're an, ornitholo- an ornithological-type expert, and uh, you would like to share with us why birds hate the top of Target's, um, we would like to let you know, and that's Target the super, Target Supercenters, not the top of targets you shoot at. And frankly, speaking of targets, how they weren't on target and we didn't get pooped on is beyond me. In fact, that's the pure miraculous act of the likes, which I don't know that anyone could ever repeat. You know, what, what's funny is, why wouldn't they be targeting Target? I mean, if I was a bird, that that's the perfect thing. It's like you're flying, you're like, I, I bet I could get a a crap right in the center of that. Ready? And boom. Bullseye! All your bird friends give you the food, or all their food for the week because you're better than them. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a thing for sure. That would that would be the Jarrett of the birds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, can, we, can we fly away from bird pooping jokes? Oh, uh, well, uh... Or you just want to find your nest with some more of them? I, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm willing to defecate all over this. Yeah, you're laying an egg on this joke. Uh, well, are y'all, are y'all I'll yolk it up. 
<laughs> and we're all pecked out. <laughs> Worms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's Speaking of worms, um, so we, we were going to uh, Target uh, for some Red Bull. And um, speaking of Red Bull, um, I have a Red Bull here. I, I love Red Bull. Um, Red Bull. <laughs> anyway. Yes, better than all the other Chad-produced uh, energy drink products. And if you would like a, a way to... Like, have, have you ever tried Mon Chad? I don't really care for the Mon Chad or the... The Champed. champed. <laughs> I don't really like the Champed either. Or, uh... Uh... Chad and Dew is... Uh, energy drink is not my favorite either. Uh, Gator Chad? Uh, doesn't really give you energy. It yeah. rehydrates, but eh, not really much energy. And I know, I know this definitely goes against the con- common norm, but I've always been a bigger fan of Power, Ch- Power Chad than Gator Chad, because... I think the Power Chad, uh, telling you right now, the Power Chad light grape is the best flavor. You, you know, uh, grape on any of those, I've never been a fan of. Oh, see, I, I like it. I, I like the fruit punch on uh, Gator Chad. Def- uh, well, then again, I'm one of the few people that actually like their G2 series, the second series or whatever. Yeah, I like the, the low, low calorie. calorie because it doesn't have as much juice to it. I think it tastes so much better. I mean, I, I've always been a, a fan of it, but apparently there are so many people that absolutely hate it because it's not it, it, it's not good enough for them. Uh, well, screw you. I like G2. Oh, God. And that was the first... Uh, technical difficulty of today, I think. Uh, we'll see whenever we uh, do edit this episode, or don't edit this episode. Or we might say we're going to edit it, and then we don't edit it, because that's a long-standing board shenanigans tradition that, by God, we're keeping till the end. But anyway, so, we're uh, <laughs> we're over at uh, Target, and um, we're getting our al- uh, we're getting our, our energy drinks and our Cokes, and I have some alcohol up in the hotel room that I'm considering going and drinking a little bit of, but uh, we, we're looking for a six-pack of alcohol, which, um, Cody, go ahead. Oh, like, so, at the, tar- at the Target that is by our house back home, and really most of the ones I go to, I guess they're Super Targets or Ultra Targets or Target Trons or Optimus Targetists or whatever they are. Mega, mega Targets. That, too. Um... You know, more more than X marks the spot targets. Yeah, more than meets the eye type targets. But uh, anyway, so it, it's uh, it's it's one of those things. And um, so anyway, yeah, I'm going there, and I was like, generally they kind of have like a little bit classier section. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Micro vacation. I won't go with rolling off. I'll go with like. Some beer, beer type beer. Like, and I know Brent likes the Guinness, and I was like, I'll get something like that. We go in there, and we kind of roam around, and we're like, well, let's see, maybe we're in the wrong spot. And we roam around, we roam around. And then finally, we, we, we wind up uh, wind up hitting, hitting up to one of the guys that works there, and we're like, do you have any do you have any alcohol here? And he looks at us, like, really flummoxed, and, we're, and he's like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, well, do you have any, like... Give any like any alcohol. He's like, well, "What are you looking for?" I was like, "Just a six pack of beer." And he's like, "Oh, cause he's like, oh, I thought you meant uh, they meant liquor." He's like, "Because they only sell liquor at liquor stores, and those close at 9. And I'm like, "No, no shit, Sherlock." And and then he's like, "Yeah, you know, like, if you want beer, you're gonna have to go to like a quick stop or like a 
like a, a grocery store. And, and it says it with such earnestness, and I'm like, really? Like, I've never bought beer before. I mean, of course I know where to go get it, but I know that you, you, you could, at home, you can get it in Targets. But apparently he thought we were just making up outlandish claims. Like, you know, I guess we're like the kind of guys would walk into an auto parts store and be like, well, can I get my laundry folded here? Because at the one back home with the autos on, I can get my laundry done. I mean, I, I guess that's what we looked like as those type of fellas. But I just, it was so amazing to me because I was like, no kidding, dude. No, no shit. So... No beer, but uh, I have uh, I'm, we did bring we did bring some good stuff, and I have uh, been uh, lacing. I don't know if lacing's the word. Uh, spiking. That's that's the word. La- or spiking and lacing. Having spiky lace, in fact, in my uh, Dr. Peppers, which is uh, really the fuel for this particular episode. Um, I I don't know if I've said this before, but mine is a uh, Red Bull. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh. Has life got you down? Are you feeling slow and sluggish and need that extra pep for the workday? Well, what I always do is I reach I reach for a tasty can of Red Bull. Oh, what what what's what's it sound what's it sound like whenever you do reach for such can? Like this. Tastes delicious, is delicious, gives you an extra pep. It gives you wings. Um, or, you, you know, if, if you if you have a tampon that's a subpar, uh, well, it, it does give you wings. <laughs> Somebody completely misinterprets what they're for and like, it's like, I don't understand how this is supposed to stop things and make anything better at all. Well, they do make relatively good size, um, uh, we're, we're not even going there. We're... We're just going to go away from that particular... Yeah, that was not a uh, ultra-absorbent joke at all. Um, <laughs> period cast. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Like, good lord, stop the bleeding, stop the bleeding. Uh, so one thing that uh, all of our illustrious audience can't see, but I'm sure you'll get to hear a little bit of, and I will do my level best to fix it. Um, apparently, sitting here with a microphone, microphones and laptops and recording a show is... Uh, Definitely, definitely news to people, because we are, it's like recording in a fishbowl, which is a little bit of a different feeling, because I have done, I have done a few things here and there, as far as, like, recording in public, but it's, I, this is the most of an audience I've ever gotten, and it's, it's, it's actually kind of funny how confused people are looking. Well, wouldn't you be confused if you saw someone that looks like you and someone that looks like me sitting in a, well, pretty decent, classy hotel lobby? Well, I, dining area. I wouldn't say a lobby. The lobby's like right next to the dining area. It would have been the worst spot in the world to set up. We're just like in everybody's foot traffic area. Hey, we could have gotten a lot of fun interviews. Uh, what do you think of the current political fine her crisis going on right now? Which one? Uh, Benghazi or or, or what? Or Ukraine? Uh, What's going on? Uh, no, no. We're 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 talking about how Obama had the wrong color tie on. So, are you a are you a Ziploc man or are you a Gladwell man? What, what is your feeling upon this? Um, Tampax or Kotex? Or what's the other one? Pearl in that one? I think that's like uh, women tell tell us. I think it's like what Kotex Pearl or Tampax Pearl. Oh, speaking of tampons, and I don't know that I've told this story on a show yet. If I have, suck it up. You're gonna hear it again. Um. 
So, that's, that's been a while back, but I was going, Madison was feeling, was feeling sick, or she left the house early or something. But anyway, it was one of those situations where it's like, oh, hey, can you grab, can you grab me some stuff? And so, it was on the list where she wanted her, her kind of tampons or whatever, and I don't really know the brand, but I know the box, because it's the same box that's been around my house our entire time we've been together. That's the kind she likes. I know to get the kind in that box and whatnot. So I was going, I go to the Chad Greens and uh, go go to go get it or whatever. And uh, I go in there and I'm going and I'm looking and I'm like kind of shuffling around. I'm like, oh, okay, I want to find them. And I like, I like grab them and I think I got something else. I don't know, something for me, a bottle of water, whatever it was. I don't remember. But uh, I'm standing in line and like. I, I'm, you know, I'm like the next, I'm the next guy in line, and the lady's finishing up her order, and the guy behind me, like, looks at, like, says something to me, and I didn't hear him, and I turn around and look at him, and he's like, he's like, oh, the wife making you get her, get her tampons, huh? And he's like, kind of laughing about it, and like, one, I'm so flabbergasted that, like, this is my stuff that I'm getting, and you're gonna comment on it, which always weirds me out when people do that, I mean, it happens from time to time. Like, I was just kind of flabbergasted about it. It took me a minute. Like, I really should have been quicker on my toes, but it just took me a minute because, it, like, I didn't expect that to happen. You, I, you should have told him something along the lines of, uh, no, man, you see, I'm, I, I just haven't finished the operations yet. I just get these really bad nosebleeds. I just shove them up in there and it helps. My, my ass is ultra-absorbent. I just have a little anal leakage from my love partner. Please don't make fun of me. You, you know, little, little... <laughs> little... <laughs> okay. Uh, little side note. So, you've known where Madison's tampons were since you started dating her, pretty much? Well, you kind of put them in your vagina or they don't work. Well, you... I mean, where where she stores what's what I find strange about that is me and Brandy had been living together for three years, going on our fourth year, and I didn't find like she hid them from me, or I don't know if she really hid them from me, but she put them in a place where I normally wouldn't look, and I think two and a half years later, and I was like. I know she's having a period. Where the hell are these things? Like, to the point that I would start searching for them. Because I was so confused. But uh, eventually it was like, oh, I just need something under here. And, like, I, I had to move stuff to find the particular item. And it was like, oh, crap. So that's where she's been hiding them all. And mind you, this is three houses that we've gone through. We went through our apartment, the house on Nebraska that we lived with Ernie, and then finally um, the house that we live at now. And I had never found them. It took me over three years to figure out where they were. So did you, like, triumphantly throw them up in the air and were like, da -na 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 -na, like the Zelda music playing stuff? I, no, I, I kind of just felt like, wow, that was a really hard, like, I didn't mean to find them. Like, that was the one time I wasn't actually looking. Right. It, it was like, all these other times, I've been curious, and I'm like, where the hell does she hide these things? Right. And then finally it's like, oh, wait a second. They've, they've been there the whole time, and, well, now she doesn't even hide them anymore, so. 
Well, I don't know, man. This is just always... We've been pretty open for a long time. I mean, just stuff like that just doesn't bug us or whatever. I don't know. Well, we, were, we were pretty open. It was just... I, right. No, I understand what you're saying. It's just one of those random things. I totally get you. But, but I don't even think she bought them around me up until the last year or so. And see, I think... I think I've sullied Madison to such a degree because I just have no meter or whatever. I just don't care. So I think, like, a lot of that, of those things, I've sort of drug her down to my level, which, whatever. But the That's thing- pretty low. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, is, is that... Are, are you going to have a... Uh- a little line of decency, and you're, and once you cross that line of decency, it's like the next step is a murder a small, a small dog in front of a child. Is that the next line of decency that you can cross? Uh, well, I mean, if I, if I if I told you, it would it might be it might be too decent. So the surprise is part of the indecency. What what would you say your line of decency is? Um, would you say you have a low line of decency, or would you say you have a, a pretty good line of decency? I think my line of decency really hovers around the, if it doesn't bother anybody else, or if I'm not bothering anybody else, then I don't think it should bother me. Like, if they're going to do something like, okay, I guess a for instance, I'm not the type of person, and Madison and I are just not the type of people that are going to have you on a, on a dinner date, and just start macking hard and getting, you know, rounding second and third base with each other in public. We're just not those people. I see it, and I don't care. I mean, that's fine if they're, like, it does not bother me. They're not affecting me. Like, all right, that dude, you know, that, that dude's, like, getting to get up in some girl's snuffy puffs. Good for him. But, uh, snuffy puffs. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, at all, you know, but... I'm just not that person, so I think probably that, where I'm like, you know, if I don't really feel like I'm bugging anybody, and a lot of it has to do with the respect thing. Like, I realize that I sound like I've called out of my fucking gutter most of the time, but around some people that I know are very anti-crass language, I will do my best to kind of click it back some. If you haven't noticed, he's done pretty well this particular episode. I mean, but it's one of those things, I don't think it's wrong. I do it as a respect thing, and I think that's most of it. Is like if that's my as long as I'm not disrespecting someone in whatever arena that happens to be, that's pretty much my line of decency. How about you? Uh, it, I don't really know where my line of decency is. I, I've never really sat there to actually learn my particular line of decency because uh, if you cross it to or it. If you cross it, you know, but I've never got put myself in the position where I can actually cross that line. That's a good position to take. I mean, I, I try to be a good guy. It might not always work, but I try. Yeah, I mean, I think that's all you can do is just give it a give it a good whirl. But anyway, so... Um, back to the tampon story, because I didn't get my payoff yet. I'm sorry. We're going all the way back to the back to the second person in line here. Okay, so, so we're, we're going to cut this story off. <laughs> 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 but uh, anyway, so like, it took me a minute, and it was like I barely got in under the seven-second rule because, as we all know, a good comeback takes three seconds, a respectable one takes five, last-ditch effort takes seven, and if you can't do it in seven, shut the fuck up. Or uh, three minutes later, it's Brent, but it's okay. 
Uh, he's actually gotten a lot better than he were. But uh, anyway, so like it took me a second. I barely squeaked it in under the seven seconds. I know I did because I was so taken aback by it, and I was like, "You're so your wife doesn't bleed out of her vagina?" Like I don't understand the whole like overly manly. Like I don't buy tampons or diapers or all or pink anything. I just that's just not. I don't understand. That. Well, I'm not a fan of buying tampons. I don't. It, it's just not. Something that I'm... I mean, I understand you don't strive for it, but it, does it bug like, you? It's like kind of one of those things where it's like eh, a little bit embarrassing for me. But, I mean, it, I've never been asked to just go do it. So it's like, I could do it, I've just never been asked to go do it. I've always put up this front of like, no, no, but I mean, but, okay, it's okay. not going to drive me nuts to do it. So it's on the grocery list. And you're getting it with 15 other things. Does it bug you to throw it in the cart? No, but I'd never go grocery shopping by myself. Me and me and Brandy always go on the exact same... Like, on Sundays, that later... Sunday late night, we go shopping. That's an amazing thing you have a grocery schedule. Because I don't have a... We just kind of go and we basically run out of stuff. But And I, I'm the world's worst because I hate going by myself. So I'm always like, Man, please go with me. I don't want to go alone. Well, up until recently, my, my only day off was Sunday. Right. So, it is what it is in that particular case. I, I that was all the time that I had. I understand. I mean, I mean I'll go by myself a lot. But I try really hard to con her into going with me just because I just, I, I just like going with her. And I, I hate going by myself more than anything. Like, it's miserable to me. Hey, Madison, start, start going to the store with him more often. Come on. You know you want to. Yeah, because you work at a grocery store, and that's the next thing you want to do is go spend some more time in one. Hey, it could be fun. You you could start uh, moving stuff for all the people that you don't like and make them have to fix it. Uh, we actually don't go to the one she works at because it's way more expensive. So we go to we go to the we go to the uh, regular one. We go to Chatty Bees. Uh, um, we we go to uh, Wall Chad or uh, Chad Ided. Chad Ided, oh, yes. Yeah. The the glorious Chad Ided, which was recently acquired by a Albachad. Albachad. Not to be confused with Chad persons. It's two totally different conglomerates. So, you know, um, <laughs> again, we're cutting off your story, but that was screw it. your story. No, that was it, really. Well, you never finished. You never got the payoff. But screw your screw your story for the minute. Oh, well, that was it. That was really it. Like, oh. you're not you're not cutting me off. I mean, how dare you cut me off? Let's keep this bit going, and we'll edit it out. Me saying we're going to keep this bit going. Really? You're you're going to quit? You're you're going to you're just going to edit it out? I mean, I, I wish we could edit out some of your poetry. <laughs> yeah, the like two poems I've ever. I've ever put on to podcasts because I try so hard to keep those things so separate. Cause you still think it's something to probably, I don't know. Do you enjoy that back home? Do, are you pining for more? Do you need to hear more angry political poetry from Cody? Leave us a comment or don't. Whichever. Actually, I'll take, I'll tell you this. No comment means more poetry. You, you heard it here first, people. So, for, uh, <laughs> anyway, what, uh, what I was saying was, um, in order for uh, Albert Chads to actually get to take over uh, Chad Ided's, um, they had to turn around and sell the remaining store that they had in Amarillo 
and turn it into like a, a Chad Save Less or something like that. And it's like the dumbest store name I've ever heard. And worse than Chad Save Less. I think that might actually be a better name for this store. Oh wow, that's horrible. Like I, I really can't tell you the name of the store because it, it's just that stupid. It's not memorable. I mean, that should be your first thing that you strive for. Is get a memorable name. If I were to give you the name um, Larry Sanders, you would, you would know it was a post office. I mean, or a car. Or a car. Oh, which by the way, everyone out there at home. It was close. It was close enough I almost took a picture, but it wasn't quite right. I was behind a car on the way here today that was from the dealer, Barry Sanders. And it took... I was like, oh, I wish that was an L. That that was Larry's cousin. It, well, but is it Larry's cousin the car or Larry's cousin the dealer? Or is that the name of the building is Larry's cousin? No, no. No, you see, what it is is that car <laughs> is... um is Larry Sanders, the post office's uh, third cousin that was torn down and made it, or and his scrap iron was converted by the Chinese into a special vehicle. There's only half a million credit to this story. Only half? Yeah. That's, that's generous. <laughs> uh, anyway, memorable story. But yeah, it... It's like, okay, in order for you to buy out this company and use your name on this company going forward, you have to sell your this company, the you have to sell your store to a company that makes no sense so that you don't have an overwhelming market share. And mind you, this uh, Chadson, what, Chabert, uh, Albert Chads, whatever uh, we said it was, um, they only had one store left in Amarillo. This uh, Chad I did had, I think, 10 locations. So, overwhelming market share, not so much. More like, um... What you just witnessed, dear listeners, was a, uh... The first of, maybe another, who knows, of... What are you doing? Why are you doing this? He actually was pretty polite. He did walk up and give us a... Ask us on a uh, notepad, which was at least pretty polite. So, we stopped him. Basically, hawks the show at him for a minute. So, anyway, as as um, Brent talks about uh, the market share growth of uh, United and how they had more stores than Albertsons and the poor the poor naming of their new franchises or whatever. Well, it's not even a new franchise. They just sold their one remaining building, which I I don't know if this is relevant or not. But have you ever noticed that Albertsons is like unbelievably overpriced? Uh, we. We have United. Uh, screw the chat I did. We'll, we'll just go United. Anyway, it, it has quite possibly, it has really good prices. It has good mark, uh, good markets, friendly people most of the time. Um, they actually have a meat market where they'll cut everything in-house for you right then and there. Uh, right in front of you because it's right past a glass wall. So you know if they're being filthy, disgusting human beings or not. But uh, Albertsons was always more overpriced than than United and they still somehow managed to buy out United and I'm guessing that they're deciding you know what Albertson's not working for us we'd have to sell all of our companies in Amarillo 
why not just keep why not just change ourselves to united by albertsons but it, it was just it's kind of one of those weird why would you get rid of the only store with your name in order to buy another franchise it it would be like walmart selling off all of their stores to buy costco it it just well it, I mean, I would see it as a beneficial thing if it was like, you know, your brand was failing, but... I mean, that that would be like Sears buying out JCPenney and keeping JCPenney. Uh, well, actually, probably the other way around, but still, whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a market advisor. I am, I am merely a humble podcaster, so I don't have all the answers, though everyone seems to come to me for them. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, well, with that last uh, interruption, it kind of killed a lot of the energy, uh, if you can't tell. So, yeah, actually, he's uh, trying to be nice. We probably should have just uh, waved him on, but we're not going to do that. So if you run into us in public and we are and we are recording an episode, well, if you're polite, we'll probably stop and shoot the breeze with you and hawk the show at you. But, uh, but you only get one. You only get one, and you might... And, you might and it doesn't. Suffer. It doesn't matter how good it is at that particular one. It, it's the only one you'll get. So if it's only for five seconds, I'm sorry. How cool would it have been, been though if he walked if he walked up and he was like, uh, "Oh man, I want to be in the Rogues Gallery." I mean, I know that's like a million upon million shot, but that would have been too freaking cool. Uh, Which I don't really know if we're podcasting right now or not. But I just had to tell you that. I don't know. We might as well just leave it in. Yeah, pretty much. What do you guys think? Would, would that have been a fun? Would that have been a fun moment? Just randomly, someone popping in, wanting to be part of the rogues gallery. <laughs> Which, do you care at all about our sad bit of show, or do you find yourself liking it less and less week by week? <laughs> let us know, or don't let us know. Really, just keep downloading it. That's all we really want. I mean, we're trying for you, but if you find yourself hating it more, we have a hate mail for a reason. I mean, worst case scenario, you send us hate mail and then go drown yourself. I mean, this it's is completely like, fine by us. This is like hate mail cast. Like, we just really want some. We haven't got any in a while. So. Isn't that what JJ did? Like, he, he wrote you hate mail and then drowned himself? I don't know, because, seriously, JJ, if you're out there listening, which apparently you aren't, but if you are, um, st- never could get a hold of you off your email that you sent that through, so... We'd love to talk to you more about things, or Professor P, or Professor P's daughter, or whoever. Uh, Heather, was that her name? Sure. Uh, whatever the chick's name was that... Oh, uh, yeah, that can't spell? Uh, that or was so grammatically doesn't... incorrect <laughs> that, um... Are you complimenting us? Are you insulting us? We still don't know. Uh, how, how funny would that be if that was all just a, a clever ploy by someone? Uh, well, at least they were clever enough to ploy us, and we got episode material out of it, which, frankly, is something that I have uh, rather enjoyed as far as as far as this goes. Because uh, Jared's pretty good about throwing us show material, and actually, so are you. So, what's really sad is Ryan actually came up to me uh, while we were talking about, or whenever he was talking about what they were going to do with the new JJ episode, and what was funny is he said that or he questioned me quite vigorously about was this you 
Because this, this just seems like something that you would throw at us and clever enough to actually throw it. Like, and he sat there questioning me probably two or three minutes about, could this be you? Did you do this? What, what's going on? Are you sure? Are you you or are you not you? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, that, that actually was one of those. One of those things. But, but, I mean, if you were going to do it, wouldn't you have just done it as you and poked holes at us to poke holes and play devil's advocate for the sake of doing it? No, if I was going to do devil's advocate, I would probably go off of something that I actually knew quite a bit about, send it to you in a cryptic way, and then be the guest host in that particular episode. That way, I could not only play devil's advocate, but I could continuously destroy your argument piece by piece. Yes, as you uh, have just witnessed, uh, guerrilla podcasting techniques. So uh, for everybody taking notes at home, there, there you go. There's the first one. It's only the tip. Uh, yeah, o- only the tip. Only a little bit. Just to see if you like it. <laughs> so uh, on New Year's, we're sitting there, um, and normally Ryan will go to our fridge and change a uh, change the message on it. Uh, like one time he put soup eating in the blasting game house, stuff like that. And on New Year's, he forgot. And me and Brandy were so confused because it's like, how could you leave and not do this? So we asked uh, Jarrett if he could, uh, if he would go in there and put something on our, uh, on our, on our little wall that we have going. And he decides, um, what, what was that phrase that he loved so much? Uh, giving them just enough wiggle room? <laughs> giving them enough like, wiggle room where they think they can get away or something like that? Yeah, it, he just left. Uh, just, just, uh, just give them a little enough wiggle room just to see if they, or just to think, make them think they have a chance. <laughs> oh, God, that's like one of the rapiest things anyone's ever said. You know, I honestly don't know what I have to think about uh, Jared anymore because uh, uh, that after that particular episode and and little things that he says, it's like, did, did y'all ever did y'all ever break him out of his shell for that episode? Oh, uh, I mean, we got it. We got him to talk a little bit, but he just that was like he he sat that entire conversation and. And spoke uh, about all these uh, consensual play times, and it completely opened a new light for me. He just the thing that made that episode for me, which apparently we're you know reminiscing about old episodes cast, but uh, <laughs> the thing that made that episode for me was the earnestness in which he answered every question, like. Like we not only like we mattered, but like we were talking about these things seriously, and all we really wanted was Jared to tell us about his wiener and stuff, and he just like he like conducts himself on such a higher plane of existence than us, you know, in with his majorious demeanor, and that it was quite humorous to me. Just like oh well, you see, there's uh, multiple like kinks in the. Uh, domination type subgenre that I, I would find myself enjoying if I were to disclose that type. And it was it was pretty awesome because all we wanted him to do was like, yeah, I'd get spanked in a gimp mask, but he wouldn't say it outright. <laughs> uh, Which, well, if you would like to get spanked in a gimp mask uh, and you want to say it outright, we accept all those types of emails. We will gladly put you on our 
What'd you want on the front page? If you have a video of you getting spanked in a gimp mask, well, um, awesome, first off. And uh, second off, send us the video, care of uh, Cody, James, and Brent at uh, boardshenanigans.com. Gmail or at gmail.com. Oh. Well, well, looks like our fries are getting soggy in the bottom of the bag. They only gave us one napkin. We ordered a number nine, and for some reason all they brought us was the sandwich and not the not the tater tots that went with the orders. We, but. we got three orders of tater tots, uh, two orders of fries, and only one ketchup. So it's it's the bottom of the ninth, and and we just scored our first goal, because uh, apparently we're eating fast food at a baseball game. That that also plays. Uh, how would a goal be a uh, baseball? Okay, game? fine, a rugby match or a lacrosse match. But the, how would they have the bottom playing? of the you ninth? You tell us. They might have been number nine, and like. Scored it off of his shin. You said the analogy. Why am I explaining it to you? <laughs> because it makes me laugh. <laughs> that I'm trying to explain my way out of your yours. Yeah, that is kind of that is kind of messed up. That I got grappled into that. Uh, but anyway, we're pitching a no hitter in uh on the fifty yard line. <laughs> and then somebody breaks away for an alley oop and strike. But not that kind. The kind where all the pins go down. Uh, and then we get the ball back from the ball return. He he rolls it. He goes. It's going. It's going. And touchdown. And that puts that puts the player back on par for this particular course. Any other generic sports terminology you'd like to throw into this for no good reason? Uh, and, and he was suplexed straight through the uprights. <laughs> uh. So, now we're really digging around at the greasy fries at the bottom of the bag. Um, there's a receipt in there that we realized that they overcharged us for, but we don't overcharge you, dear listeners. Free funny, or a free interesting, background noise for your life for free is what we offer you. So uh, This this past 10, 15 minutes, definitely, you're, you're just going to be sitting here listening to it and have no clue what the heck we're talking about. Or why? Just like, man, if y'all would have ended this fifteen minutes earlier, I could have, I could have just like, you know, got done, got done, and uh, I could have gotten out of my car, went back into the house, uh, pulled off my pants, took off my shirt, slid back under the covers, and said, "Ah, fuck this day, I'm done." <laughs> so yes, I realize that this was semi disappointing for all of you huddled around the computer, but it normally is with me and Cody. <laughs> you know, sad, slow, a little disappointing, you feel dirty at the end after it's all over with. And that is the way that we're going to sign off this particular episode of Board Shenanigans to Go. So, Cody James signing out, and uh, Brent, you got any last things to leave the people with? Any any good nuggets of things to leave them with? Well, um, if, you, if you're going to go to the GIMP stage... What you've got to remember is only use orange juice on Tuesdays, because if you use it on Monday, it'll turn into brown paper bags. Why not? <laughs> Amen. Brr, it's getting cold outside. I need to eat some hot soup to warm me up. 
Nothing makes me hotter than finding my way over to bspodcast.us Stroking my fingers across their Facebook page or listening to them via iTunes. Also, Stitcher. Oh yeah, they have all the right moves and oral pleasure. <sighs> oh my. Oh goodness. I know you're John fingering to my voice. Hey, well, uh, I think we did better than uh, than Ernie and uh, Jared. We, we didn't laugh the entire time. Yeah, because we didn't say anything funny the entire time. Neither did they. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Uh, so. And now I bring you this week's bonus segment, The Strange Noises of Cody Jeems. Oh!